everyone you're listening to, believe it or not. And uh, every once in a while, we say some things that some people might find objectionable. Yeah, so uh, if you don't like that kind of thing, then uh, just be careful. And if you do like that sort of thing, then don't be careful. Yeah, so that's it. I got him, sir. Get him while they're home. It's fresh from God's brain to your mouth. He's got here in this radio station. Smite me! Almighty smite! The Bible is black and white. I have such doubts. Get out of here, devil! I'm a god, not the god. And you will know my name is the Lord. We're on a mission from God. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Believe It or Not. I'm Trevor Pullman, and I'm Damian Depping, and we're we're back. We're back for another episode of the Believe It or Not program. Yeah, and would you believe it or not? But I I'm, I got a bit of a cold. Damien's got a cold, and I'm a clumsy person who spills water on my keyboard. Yeah, so sorry if I like cough or something mm-hmm. and sorry if i spill water on your keyboard you already did it oh and it's your keyboard so I'm okay fine. okay cool uh damien you like pancakes <laughs> oh are we talking about uh pancake uh whatever day or uh no what oh, day is that <laughs> that that's strove tuesday or pancake tuesday that's the day before yeah ash wednesday what, uh shrove start yeah i don't know what the shrove stands for shroving i guess shrovinger's cat and you need uh, to shrove your cat yeah yeah uh, so basically that that's different that's not what we're talking about today oh, okay sorry but you like pancakes though yeah they're um, not waffles but you know. you're into ihop yeah aren't isn't it ihop now i think it's ihop now it's ihop now does the b stand for breakfast no it's burgers burgers was that just how they broke? were changing no they're changing a joke, over, i mean a broke i don't know i don't know if it was permanent but i know like they introduced burgers and they're like we're not just pancakes no more uh, okay that was like it so it's like that a was marketing their, thing i think yeah so. it's not it wasn't a uh, like a wwf thing where oh like yeah because there was another place called yeah. ihop and they had to change it yeah because we're Probably. talking about another place called ihop today was it a charity what's that a charity called ihop no it's a church called uh, uh-huh. international house of prayer oh where are the pancakes uh, no pancakes. Maybe they have pancakes on Pancake Tuesday. This is really... Maybe they changed to International House of Pancakes on Tuesdays. Okay. On, uh, International Pancake. House of Prayer. Yeah. And International House of Prayer University. Ihapu? Ihapu. Okay. So International House of Prayer is in Kansas City. So they go by uh, IHOPKC um, and, instead because IHOP did sue them at one point. But well, I would too. If settled I was at a court. The pancake people. Yeah. If I was pancake people, I'd be like, we mm-hmm. want to be associated with... Uh, buttermilk pancakes, not with praying to God. Yeah. Um, the big big pancake came after them. Mm-hmm. Big pancake came after them, and they settled outside of court. Yeah. Um, I would, too, actually. Yeah. Which, I, I, that's another side topic, is um, a lot of times uh, companies won't sue churches for things like that. Like, there's all those parody t-shirts. Like, have you ever seen the one that says, Catch Up With Jesus? And it's like the Heinz 57. I haven't seen it. Or, like, they have, like... Reese's pieces, but it says Jesus like in the in the font of Reese's pieces. I've never seen it's that. Like he he went to pieces for you, or whatever. Uh, did he? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he went to pieces for you. <laughs> uh, so they don't usually sue those people, even though it's uh, obviously copyright infringement. But um, yeah. But today, yeah, we're talking about IHOP. It's a it's a church in Kansas City, okay. Missouri. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a uh, church that does twenty four seven prayer. So around the clock, they're, they have a prayer service. Seven. Yeah, there's always like a band playing, and there's always prayer going on in this this church, twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. The same band? <laughs> oh, they're man. just like their fingers are bleeding on the guitar. Yeah. Like we can't stop. 
Um, yeah, they've been going since 1999. May 7th, 1999, they've been going nonstop. Oh, my God. In this church service. That's a long time. It's a long time. I wonder if it won any uh, world records. Why do, why do they need to be 24? Do they have, like, a phone-in line or something? They they believe they believe that uh, prayer is going to change the world and um, keep keep it going, then, they say. Okay, well, it's been two decades, just um, about. Yeah. Um, well... Yeah, I guess the world's changed. Well, actually, I just watched a video today. Uh, they have a conference called One Thing, which we'll get to, but it's like uh-huh. a young adult youth conference thing that they do once a year. About 25,000 people come to it. And um, the video was uh, Mike Bickle, the guy who started this place, and he was talking about how uh, he used to always say trouble is coming, but now trouble is here because there's more trouble in the world than there's ever been, which statistically isn't true. The world keeps getting better. It is. Yeah. For the most part. For the most part. Um, it's always going to be bad, but yeah. Anyways, so let's see. Okay, so Mike Bickle is the guy who started this church. Bickle. Bickle. Uh, he started it in 1999, but he's been a pastor since um, the late 70s, early 80s. Oh, so he's an old guy. Uh, yeah, uh, but he when he was a teenager, he was a football player. Okay. He's playing uh, football. Oh, so he got a concussion and started a church. <laughs> I guess so. No, he his coach, because... Oh. Coaches like to oh, molested him. Molest? No, the, sort no. of spiritually. No. Spiritually, uh, no. Him. His coach sent him a conference where the the a former Dallas Cowboys quarterback told his testimony, and then uh, this converted Mike Bickle, and he became a Christian and decided he wanted to be a pastor. And uh, mm-hmm. don't think he went to Bible college. I think he was kind of self taught, but eventually became a pastor and moved to St. Louis uh, from St. Louis to Kansas City. And started a church called Kansas City Fellowship, um, which eventually became... Um, it was almost KFC. Yeah, it was almost KFC. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is... A- KCF. Yeah, man. Yeah. He's like... He loves the copyright infringement. It, 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 it's now known as the Metro Christian Fellowship. And I think for a while it was the Metro Vineyard Christian Fellowship. Mm-hmm. Joined the Vineyard denomination. Um, which is like a Pentecostal kind of thing. Okay. And we've mentioned it before, I think, on the on our hippie episode. Yeah. Um, on the Jesus Movement one because they were kind of involved in starting that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, basically Pentecostal, like speaking in tongues, things like that. And here in Toronto, we had one of the most famous ones, the Toronto Vineyard, which eventually oh. left the um, denomination and became the Toronto Blessing Church. Uh, mm-hmm. Or I think it was called the Toronto Airport Vineyard. They bought a... The a, Toronto Airport Vineyard. Yeah, they bought an old airport or old... Um, like, um, airport airplane hangar yeah. near the airport. So they called it the airport vineyard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now they're the Toronto blessing, but that was one of the big ones in this denomination. So he joined that. Um, and then eventually, um, in the eighties, he started this group that became known as the Kansas city prophets. And it was, it sounds like a football team. Yeah, it does actually <laughs> <laughs> a football team or a, like a, either a jam band or a sketch group. Yeah, well, I yeah. mean, he was converted by a Dallas Cowboy yeah. while being sent there from his football coach, so it yeah. only makes sense that it'd be like his own little, you know. Yeah, he he denies inter- this was an organization, says it was more of a group of friends who would meet, um, but it was basically these group of guys, um, him, um, a guy named Bob Jones, not Bob Jones University, Bob Jones, just another Bob Jones, uh, Paul Kane, John Paul Jackson, and then a, a number of others. And they were, they believed that they were like modern day prophets. Like they would, you know, they could, you know, tell what was going to happen. They said that the end of the end of times was coming and Jesus was going to return. All that uh, cool stuff. Can you imagine being with a group of people who are like, oh yeah, we're, 
we're prophets. Yeah. We, we know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, we're just trying to spread the word. I, I think I think if that happened, I'd be like, who the fuck are these guys? Yeah, it's true. Uh, <laughs> I'm to be like a real self-centered Dillweed to yeah. that. Oh, what was it? Um, apparently, <laughs> somebody uh, named Augustine in 1982 came up to uh, Mike Bickle and said that um, he was to start prophesying, and then that he, that he was a prophet. Okay. And so, and he said that he heard an audible voice from God, and then later that year, Mike Bickle said he heard an audible voice from God, and that's when he started prophesying. Um, and then, yeah, so he met with this group, um, and then eventually there was some controversy around them, especially with Bob Jones later on. Um, turned out he was using his prophesying to tell women to take off their clothes and be naked <laughs> in front of the Lord. <laughs> um, as horrible as that is, I mean, uh yeah. <laughs> what do you say? Yeah, exactly. What uh, Mike Bickle said, and you know, like, you, you don't want me stuck controversy. This obviously, he, he didn't know that this was going on. Yeah. So what Mike Bickle did was, oh, uh, oh last year he thanked um, him in a sermon saying that it was because of Bob Jones that International House of Prayer existed because of his prophecies. Okay. And it hasn't really denounced him in any sort of way. Well, it was probably like he found out and he's like, you can do that? You can do that? That's insane. <laughs> that guy's a fucking creep. Yeah. Um, I guess what I'm saying. Um, he he started this church in Kansas City. They be, joined this uh, thing. And then in 99, he left the church after building up to 3,000 members to start um, the International House of Prayer. Why did, he, why did he leave the church? God told him. Um, yeah. Okay. Basically. I think uh, there was something that happened in, in Cairo, in Egypt, when they went on a trip to Egypt, too, but... Oh. Don't have all the details there. Saw the pyramids, probably. Yeah. So he, uh, yeah, he left that church. They started in a small, uh, small building in uh, in Kansas City on Grandview Grandview Road, and eventually um, bought out a strip mall, an old strip mall, and turned that into the church and the university. And uh, <laughs> strip mall university. As of 2010, they had over a thousand staff. A thousand staff. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So they got pretty big. They have a they had a thirty million budget, thirty million dollar a year budget, uh, from what I read, and that was in twenty thirteen. So um, yeah, and so their prayer services, yeah, around the clock. Um, he'll speak. They have other speakers that come in and speak. They had a guy named Lou Angle. I think he he's still associated with them, but he was on staff with them. But he was on staff for a long time. He would speak, mm-hmm. um, and they you know they pray for your basic things like stopping abortion and you know stopping gay marriage, and they pray for. <sighs> of all the things in the world to be worried about, those seem like the two most <laughs> trivial things yeah. that you can really be worried about. Yeah, it's yeah. Well, I think too with with abortion, it's like I think Sam Harris talked about it. It's it becomes um, a thing about you're assigning souls, right? Yeah. So when do souls enter the body? And you're trying to figure out the math on that. Mm-hmm. And so is it at conception? Is it at birth? Is and it's like there's no science to it, right? It's not you're not looking at like oh right now this is just a clump of cells mm-hmm. that already has a human soul in it. So to them it's like genocide, right? Like it's yeah. like. But at the same time, too, it's always it always seems to be the thing where uh, they care until the baby's born, and yeah. then it's like, no, we don't need to give these people welfare, any social yeah, exactly. assistance. Fuck that yeah. kid; it doesn't matter. Yeah. So you know they're important until they're born, mm-hmm. and then it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. And I mean that goes into a lot of shaming too, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's like, well, you did this to yourself. 
Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but so he also... They should deal with it themselves in the way they see fit, and yeah. they don't need your intervention, people. Yeah, exactly. Come on, yeah. wake up. Um, but he also refers to his church and his congregants as forerunners. Like uh, a forerunner? Yeah. Okay. So some people have taken that to mean that you're bringing in the end of times, but he's comparing it more to... The car. Uh, no, like, oh. they're like John the Baptist, how John the Baptist prophesied that Christ would come. They're prophesying that um, the end... Mm-hmm. Times will come, the tribulation, the rapture, all that wonderful stuff from Revelation. He's uh-huh. kind of obsessed with it. He's like, it's it's in a lot of ways, it's a an end times cult almost. Yeah, but yeah. very mainstream, like very well accepted, while still being very focused on the end times and bringing about the end times. Because like he'll he'll say stuff like, um, the church is hastening the return of Christ with these prayers. You're bringing about the end of times because we're we're bringing about change in the world that will cause Christ to be like, yeah, we're coming, we're returning, we're coming back. Okay. Yeah. So I I can see how from their perspective that would be a good thing. Yeah. Um. At the same time, it's also uh crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also like yeah, I find a lot of times when people like are wishing for the end of the world. They're like, yeah, we're going to be raptured, but they're not thinking that if this is true, then that means a lot of people are going to suffer a lot. Oh, they don't care. Yeah, no. No, they don't don't care. (laughs) No. Um, Yeah, and so the uh, International House of Prayer University was originally called the Forerunner uh, School of Prayer. Um, Always been uncredited. It's still uncredited, but um, they changed the name when they were able to take international students in. Um, and that's why it became International House of Prayer. Yeah. Well, it's always been a National House of Prayer. Oh, it always was. It, the university was oh, I see, Forerunner I see, I see. School of Prayer. Yeah. So, um, yeah. One student I uh, read in the New York Times said that she was kicked out because she was challenging their fascination with mysticism, signs, and wonders, as opposed to, uh, like, theology and doing good and things like mm-hmm. that it's just about miracles and things like that and so she was questioning her teachers about it and was finally asked to leave the school um which i don't know it's uh, something to think about yeah i mean it can't be a great learning environment where where if you question a professor they eventually just tell you ask you to leave the school. yeah it's true but it's probably gonna I, I mean i remember when i was in bible college there was one guy who was asking questions all the time um like, he would ask, like, deep questions, and someone's like, why are you here? And he's like, to learn. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's what you would hope people yeah, learning exactly. would do, is ask questions. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. he asked, uh, one of the questions that made somebody really mad is, is like, is the promise of hell, um, like, the theology of hell, is that really just Christ saying, uh, like, or God holding a gun to your head and saying, believe me, or... Or die. <laughs> oh. like, I mean, fair enough. Yeah, and uh, and somebody got really mad at him for asking a question. He's like, "Well, if if I can't ask this question in a dorm at a Bible college without you getting angry, how are you gonna defend your faith out in the yeah in the world?" Yeah, and uh, but yeah, it's it's funny. People just get so afraid of questions like that. You think that's something that you'd want to try and. Find a reasonable answer for yeah. though, wouldn't you? Cause... Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
Yeah, so I mentioned the one the one thing conference. That's a big conference they do once mm-hmm. a year. Uh, attracts about twenty five thousand young people. Yeah. So one thing I noticed too, I was watching some of their videos online, and it's a lot of improvised songs too. Like they'll like kind of sing, like, just kind of like free flow. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, like there was one I was watching where they were praying for fatherless children in Uganda, and it was like interesting like just the way the music was going where they're like we pray for uganda and it was just very repetitive and i was like i could sing along to this (laughs) yeah you were getting into it yeah i was getting into that shit um uh a speaker they have usually at this thing that was called uh, lou lou angle and he was kind Mm -hmm. of a uh, leadership in a huge leadership role there and led um students and at the university as well as in the in the church and stuff too he would speak quite often and he also started a group called the call which is kind of an offshoot of 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 this thing yeah but they do like prayer things kind of around the world as opposed to just like in kansas city so and they'll do like big events in washington dc like to protest abortion or Mm -hmm. whatever and they'll do big like conferences um they did one in uganda a number of times um and they like it's really uh yeah it's it's a lot more political than than the actual international house of prayer where there they'll at the, at the church itself they'll say they they don't try not to get involved in politics they're just there to pray for the country they're not there to like go out and be okay, active okay so so the call is a little more of the active kind of trying to actually incite yeah real change like in 2011 they organized a prayer rally for rick perry when he was running for president oh really yeah or when he was announcing his run for president um so they uh they went down to texas and set up this big prayer rally for him but mike bickle actually went down and spoke at it Mm -hmm. and they've done things with like mike huckabee and other kind of conservative like republican more evangelical yeah minded uh like politicians who bring them in to like organize these big prayer rallies for them Mm -hmm. so both ihop and the call have been highly criticized for supporting these kind of people well (laughs) yeah (laughs) should should they be criticized for supporting these people or should these people be criticized for them supporting them yeah it's true i think that that yeah probably makes more yeah um, have you seen God Loves Uganda? I have not. What What is God Loves Uganda? God Loves Uganda was a documentary that came out in, I want to say 2013, 2014, um, about um, the anti-gay bill in Uganda that um, imposed the death penalty for um, repeat offenders. So if you were convicted of homosexuality mm-hmm. more than once, then you would get the death penalty. Wow. And the movie was about... Um, how how it was influenced by american um missionaries oh really yeah i'm i'm not really surprised yeah i think missionary work is a is an insane person thing to do where you're kind of putting your like white colonialism in a way yeah but then also just uh barging into other countries and then pushing your ideals down the disenfranchised people's throats that movie got a lot of access into ihop and uh, they, especially the university missionary side. So um, basically, I think the movie was just looking for a missions group that was going to Uganda. Yeah. So they found IHOP was going to Uganda that year. So they came on in and and documented kind of the whole process. So the training of it and then going to Uganda and kind of what they do 
on one of their missions trips mm-hmm. and it was it was very interesting to watch because these students are so um wrapped up in in this mission and so passionate i guess is yeah is the right word that they're really going to make a change and just like you almost want to give them credit like you almost want to be like you're doing what you really think is important that like you really think that this is something that's gonna change the world and make a big difference um but it's also like so naive watching them go yeah. out and like just go up to like a poor sick woman on her front porch and just start preaching at her and praying for her and just telling her that she has to believe in christ and that's the only way she can uh, get eternal life and just like all these arguments that we're so over here. Like if somebody walked up to you and said, did you know that if you die today, um, you either go to heaven or hell, you'd be like, okay, prove it to me. Yeah. But they're taking, Oh, I would have just closed the door. Yeah. It's true. I, I wouldn't say prove it to you. I'd be like, mm-hmm. yeah, th- thanks for that information. But oh, I wouldn't like, even say thanks. Just yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> yeah. Close the door. Yeah. Just how it, it was interesting to watch how, um, yeah, just simple their arguments were and yeah. how, um dangerous mission work can be um because they were organi- like they what like hooked up with this group mm-hmm. um that was already established in Uganda and they kind of help other missions groups when they come visit and um it was sad to see like how yeah. this kind of anti-gay idea spread and um one of the things too is that um IHOP got a lot of negative feedback because of the movie and they put out like we weren't around before this legislation we were one missions group that they decided to follow the what point of the movie wasn't to say that we caused this legislation they were yeah, just showing yeah. mm-hmm. uh, a mission group in Uganda and drawing comparisons to what past missions groups have did yeah. so like their argument was like no we don't condone violence we don't condone um, you know, putting people to death for homosexuality. Well, I, I don't even think that's necessarily the point, though. I mean, yeah. as much as you're making that argument, the, the argument isn't that you guys condone the violence. It's yeah. that you laid the groundwork, the groundwork. for them exactly. to yeah. get to a point where they feel it's necessary to yeah. have violence against exactly. gay people. Yeah, because they... And then... But they also showed... Uh, they showed this, like, um, crazy guy who was really one of the big instigators. And... um. And one of the people who's saying that, like, homosexuality is, like, the greatest sin. And there's this big conspiracy with homosexuals. And they're trying to take over the world. Like, basically, like, um, that that right-wing rhetoric of, like, (laughs) the gay agenda, but, like, to an extreme, right? But Lou Lou Engel was also there earlier with the call. And he also preached heavily against homosexuality. Yeah. Never saying that you know it should be criminalized or anything but you're still going into a country yeah and preaching hate and preaching like to demonize a group of people i think we've talked about this before but is is there really anywhere that says uh like what like what's the huge fascination with gay people that yeah it's i think well i mean it's mostly fear of what's different Okay. But, um, I mean, in the Leviticus, it does say a man shall not lie with a man. Um, it also says not to wear mixed fibers or eat shellfish. Yeah. Um, 
we uh, in the New Testament there are uh, there's like a list of sexual sins and homosexuality is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know where it came about that it became the most. Maybe just because, you know, people wanted rights and people were angry that other people wanted rights. <laughs> like, I guess. And that became an agenda. I don't know. Like, they they really try to distance themselves from the Uganda thing, but it's also, I, I think, they're... Yeah, you can't you can't really separate that too much. Yeah, you can't, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it it's... So IHOP is condemned by a lot of Christian groups for being manipulative mm-hmm. to uh and emotionalism is a word that they use where it's like you're yeah. you're just playing on people's emotions as opposed to like reason or or opposed to like just th- preaching theology or preaching mm-hmm. the Bible or whatever you just play being repetitive playing the same things over and over again. Yep. Um oh yeah, sorry. The one thing, uh one thing conference I wanted to point out that there's a hilarious clip where um hilarious slash sad clip of mike bickle um saying that um talking about revelations and the harlots that are going to take over and he says (laughs) the harlots that are going to take over and he says that oprah winfrey is bringing them in oprah winfrey is has the spirit of a harlot Oprah's gonna do yeah, it. Yeah, well, I'm not a big Oprah fan, but yeah. I wouldn't call her a harlot who's bringing in all these evil people. Yeah, Lord knows I would, and either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, folks, sometimes I'll say Lord knows or something like that. I want everyone to know that I'm speaking of um, the singer Lord. Oh yeah, because I email her all my secrets, right? Yeah, yeah. Lord knows. Another controversial thing that happened with within the IHOP community. Um, there was a community. Uh, there was a, a small group called the community. It was basically a house of people. Um, they lived somewhere else in the country, but loved what was happening at at IHOP. And this group of people moved to Kansas City to go to IHOP U. Mm-hmm. It was a married couple named Tyler and Bethany Deaton, and then a group of their friends, um, Bethany. Ended up committing suicide months after they um, started oh, going to okay. this church. Um, and then Micah Moore, one of the other guys in the group, went to the police station and said, no, it wasn't a suicide. I killed her. And I was ordered to by Tyler, her husband. Um, and then it turned out that like this place was like... Like, when Bethany and Tyler got married, it was after Tyler's spiritual battle with homosexuality. Okay, and he he was a gay man who was in denial. He married yeah. Bethany. They moved there, and then he started a sexual re- relationship with Micah, this guy in the group. Mm-hmm. And and then it got ended up getting dismissed. It turned out he didn't kill her apparently, but he just felt guilty for a lot of stuff that had happened. He felt he was responsible. for Yeah, it. yeah. But it's still very suspicious the circumstances around her death. Oh, um, the school, of course. Didn't really have any involvement in this besides just like they were all students there. Yeah, but it was still still kind of like a tarnish on their mm-hmm. on their name. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. if you have a a suicide because of a, a <laughs> an extramarital gay affair, yeah, at a at a religious institution, you're gonna yeah get some kind of blowback. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Any questions about the International House of Prayer? Well, I didn't hear anything about pancakes. Oh yeah. The, uh, um, so I, 
they think that prayer is going to make things better. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it for almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. I haven't really noticed much of a change. Right. Been uh, had a few controversies. Yeah. Are are in the political landscape, but are criticized for doing so. Yeah. And by other denominations are considered crazy people. Yeah. Right. Um, wh- why? Why are these? Why do these people think they're still doing good? <laughs> I don't know. Well, because a lot of uh, people like them. Like I've I've seen recently on Facebook somebody sharing a video from Mike Bickle saying this is a very encouraging thing and you guys should all listen to it. And I think they're very you know they're hip, they're young. They're hip because they're young, or they're hip and they're young. They're hip and they're young. Well, some of them are young. Uh, what makes them hip? They're passionate. Passion. Okay, so passion. They wear cool shirts. Um, they keep, keep going. Is that all you fucking need is a cool shirt? Yeah. To be passionate? Yeah. That's lame. Yeah, it's true. That's very lame. Yeah. That's not cool. (laughs) No, it's not. Come on, guys. They play a cool lick on their guitars. You need to up your standards with your cults. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, uh, yeah. (laughs) I read a TripAdvisor review. Oh, they have TripAdvisor. Uh, it was one star, freaky cult, do not go. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) I read that about a Little Caesars once. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, off topic, but are you familiar with old fe- old people Facebook on Reddit? Uh, no. Oh, it's so good. It is so funny. It's just old people trying to use technology. Oh, but no. there was one where it said, um, "Hey, hey, Johnny, uh, Eleanor says that uh, we should go out for drinks sometimes, and then we might be a good match. I think that might be a good idea." And then it's like, "Is this a uh, is this a Facebook message? No, it's a review for a Little Caesars with one star." <laughs> <laughs> okay that's funny see right back to little caesars right back, always back to little caesars yeah um i don't think you can get a drink at little caesars no I an alcoholic drink that is yeah no i don't think you can write it write us uh write us on uh twitter if you can get an alcoholic drink at yeah. uh, little caesars show a picture um yeah we want to see a picture of you i was gonna say we want to see a picture of you drinking a beer in a little caesars but i feel like we could get in trouble for doing that that's true so don't do that. Don't do that unless they sell it there and they're licensed. Yeah, and it's okay. All right, guys. Uh, it's time, I think, then for a Christian rock lyric. All right, let's hear it. Can't you see you're not making Christianity better? You're just making rock and roll worse. Okay. Who's it by today? Uh, this is by my favorite band in high school. Your, this was your favorite band? I met them five times, I'd say. Oh, um, I loved them. I still think they're great dudes. What's the band called? Uh, they're called Hocus Pick. They're a Canadian rock band. Hocus Pick? Yeah. P-I-C-K? Uh, P- yeah. They were originally called Hocus Pick Maneuver. Okay. Uh, this song's called Simple Song. doesn't really have anything to do with our topic, but I just wanted to mention Hocus Pick. <laughs> Light is bright and dark is not. I don't know what I forgot. Seven days are in each week. There is water in a creek. Happiness is relative based upon the way we live. There's a hole inside yourself. There's a Bible on the shelf. God created heaven and earth. God made man and gave him birth. Man was bad and ran away. Jesus came to save the day. This is our song of simple truth. Things so plain they need no proof. You may choose to disagree, but this is our philosophy. I hate to say it, but that was really bad. I know uh, I know you really liked him, but that was, that it was, was not pre- it was not good. Uh, pretty bad. Mm, not, not good. good. I mean, I guess in song form it might be a little better. It was catchy. Yeah, I'm sure it's but, catchy, but yeah, there, it's pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty very I guess it was a very simple song. It's a very simple song. So, I mean, if that's what they set up to do, yeah, they succeeded. Yeah. So, in uh, that there's case, there's water in a creek and the, there's no there's proof that God exists. Right. 
Two uh, simple truths. I, well, okay. Yeah. No, it's so simple it doesn't need proof that God exists. Uh, what? Uh, it's so simple mm-hmm. you don't need to prove that God exists. I don't think that's how it's it's simple. A simple thing. Simple observation. I don't think that's how that works. Uh, Hocus Pick seems to think so. Well, what do they know? That's true. Never heard of them. Yeah. Um, I once heard someone, oh, I overheard someone say that uh, they believe in ghosts because uh, they like the idea of ghosts. Yep. (laughs) Yep. I have heard that a few times, Uh, as I'm sure you know. Yeah. And Uh, uh, I love your response. I like the idea of unicorns as well. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't mean I think they're real. Yeah. (laughs) But but yeah, but this is so simple. You don't need proof. Anyways, um, just like uh, the prophecies are obviously true that Mike Bickle says. Mm -hmm. um, And you just keep praying. Just keep on, Mike Bickle. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, m- uh, message us on all the apps. Uh, like us. Subscribe. Give us five stars. Yeah. Do that. And uh, let us know about uh, any places where you can buy beer and uh, fast food places. Yeah. Oh, and hi, uh, Ewan McGregor. Um, somebody named Ewan McGregor listened to us. I noticed oh. on uh, SoundCloud. Was it the It Ewan wasn't McGregor? the, the oh. Ewan McGregor, but I just want to say, hey, Ewan, how's it going? Hey, Ewan. If you know the real Ewan, hook us up. Hook us up. We'd love to say hi. Bye. Work, 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 Sky Moon. <laughs> <laughs>